Good morning. Good morning. And I'm so glad to have each and every one of you joining on the call this morning during this early morning hour. You know, Psalms um, 143, verse 8 and verse 10 tells us, Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. As John uh, 3, verse 30 states, he must increase, but I must decrease. From our hearts we cry out to you, cause me, cause me, Father, to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk. For I lift up my soul to you. Teach me to do your will. For you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. And I pray that that is the confession of each and every one of us this morning. We have a great team uh, this morning. So I'm going to introduce them to you. My name is Heather Dawson, and I'm the facilitator for the morning. And then we have Sister Tracy George, and she's going to be praying. So good morning, Tracy. How are you doing? Good morning, Mother. I am well. Thank you for asking. How are you? (laughs) I'm well. Well, you come on strong. I love it. You're ready. I can tell. Praise the Lord. (laughs) It's good to hear you. And, yes, I am doing well also. So I praise God for that. Amen. And then we have Sister Victoria Wimberly, and she's going to be bringing the morning uh, devotion. So good morning, Victoria. How are you doing? Good morning, Mother. Good morning, Sister Tracy and those on the line. Praise God. He let us arise this morning, giving him the glory. (laughs) Amen. Amen. We give him all the glory. Praise God. And our controller this morning is Sidonia Fiesel. She is one that makes sure the call is open and that it runs correctly. We thank God for every person that works to make sure we can get on the call. Because, you know, sometimes there's technology difficulties. There's things that happen um, that we're not aware of. But, you know, God always works it out for us, and God has given us great people that have committed to uh, doing their um, part to make all this possible for each and every one of us. So I thank God for all of them this morning. And we honor, we always want to honor uh, our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith, here at New Destiny Ministry along with Pastor Adrian Smith. We thank God for them and their commitment to answer the call of God that is placed on their lives. So let's go to prayer right now before Sister Victoria comes. Father, synchronize our lives with your perfect will, agenda, and your calendar. Whatever it is, Father, 
may we be synchronized to it. Empower us. Give us the power to serve you in holiness and righteousness. Rescue us. Rescue us from our enemies, for they are all around, for we hide ourselves in you. We ask that you assign angels as our divine escorts and supernatural security. And so now, as we prepare ourselves, and as Sister Victoria has prepared herself to come to bring the word that you have given her, I pray let it be free-flowing to every heart. In Jesus' name, I pray. So, Victoria, please come. We are ready for you. Thank you once again, Mother Heather, and praise God for everyone that is on the line this morning because our God is so good. And as we come this morning, we're grateful for those who have been able to pop in this morning. Because this is a morning of encouragement. We know that the morning devotion is to give you insight, wisdom, and a little special oomph, as they say, to get you on your journey for the day. So I want to talk with you this morning because, again, our God is truly good in all things. And we know we need him each and every day. This morning, I want to talk with you about your relief from pain won't come until you push through it, according to Mark 2, 1 through 4. And I'm going to paraphrase just a little bit, but not reading all the scriptures, but to give you the insight about what we're referring to when God gave us relief from pain won't come until you push through it. And remember, when they came to see the man known as Jesus, They had heard that he could heal. They heard that he could heal. Mark 2 and 1 says, and again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house, meaning that it was a lot of chatter about he was coming to town. And verse 2 says, and straightway many were gathered together, because there was an urgency in so much that there was no room to receive them. It was crowded. Yes, indeed, it was crowded. Not so much as about the door as it was as he preached the word unto them. And verse 3 says, And they came unto him, bringing one sick of palsy, which was born to many. And verse 4 says, And when they when they could not come nigh unto him, meaning they couldn't get close to the Lord, they pressed forward. They uncovered the roof on the top of the building, on the top of the hut, on the top of the small frame where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy were laying and could lay. See, because they knew that the man from Galilee could change things. Praise God. So this morning, I want to talk with you all about pressing through the battle. We all have experienced pain in life, whether it's been emotional or physical pain. No pain is alike. No two people share pain the same way. No three people share pain the same way. 
We must all walk this journey in that pain and the path that God has for our lives with the pain. Yet God promises that there is a purpose in all of the types of pain that we experience. We can press through each day knowing that our God loves us and wants to use us. The hurt, to get through the hurt and pain in this world that he brings for his glory. We know that the living word helps us understand the purpose of pain in our lives and encourages us to find joy in the middle of all suffering. And I say, please, don't give up your hope in your pain because God has so much more for your life that is unseen. Revelations 2, 21 and 4 says, out of verse 4, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Psalms 147 and 3 says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalms 34 and 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So my testimony to you all this morning is this. I became ill. I became so ill in all of my pain, in all of my hurt from losing a family member, for caring for a family member. And I pressed on praying and seeking God because I didn't know if there was any hope. And if there was hope at the time, to me, it was a little And during all of this, I caused my physical body to go through some things. My physical body, my heart, my mind, my soul, my spirit. And in that, I literally was stressed so much until I lost my sight. I could not see. I could not read. I couldn't walk far because I literally lost my sight because of the stress I had endured for self-endurance and the damage I had done to myself. So what I'm saying is that we can put more on us versus going to God to help us to push through the situation, no matter what the situation is. Because they didn't know that I would survive. They told my family that I would not survive. But I was committed to pressing through the situation of trying to be asking God to help me to heal. And I knew that God would be able to help me to remove me out of the way, move self out of the way, and let God be God. He was the only one I had. That's the only one that you have. Psalm says out of 23, 1 to 6, and I'm just going to speak of verse 4, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You're my rod and my, and I, and my staff and my comforter. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 8, I'm going to paraphrase, paraphrase from 4 and 7. Who comforts us in all troubles? 
so that we can comfort those in any trouble that may be going through something so that we can comfort those and receive God themselves. Verse 7 out of 2 Corinthians 1 and 7 says, And our hope is for us to be firm, because we know that just as we share in our sufferings, we also share in our comfort seeking our God. Hebrews 2, 12, 1 through 11, and I'm going to pray a phase for one, says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses about what our God has done in bringing you, our guest, myself, those that we know, those that we have heard testimonies from, we are all clouds of witnesses, and we all have testimonies about how our God has brought us through of everything that hindered us easily and kept us entangled, and that we all decided to run with perseverance the race that was marked before us. Because we know if God helped one get through it as myself, he will surely help you get through it. He will help you to push past the pain. He will be right there with you, never leaving you nor forsaking you. Because remember, your God is your father, and he loves you something serious. He doesn't want you to endure the pain. He doesn't want you to be selfless and say, I got this. He wants you to come boldly upon the throne, having a blood-bought right to tell him, Lord, I raise my hand unto you because I need you. Psalms 91 and 1, and we know our favorite is verse 2, because we all say, I would say to the Lord, Lord, you are my refuge and you are my fortress and you are my God in whom always I will trust. So this morning, this is a devotion to encourage you to remember, don't try to push self through the pain. Let your God help you get through the pain. He orchestrated you. He molded you. He has fine-tuned you. And he said, don't forget, my child, I'm right here with my arms wide opened. When you call me, I'll be right here. So think about it this morning. Are you organized enough for what you're praying for? Are you organized enough for what you're praying for? Are you organized enough to remember that no matter what the storm may bring my way, I'm going to seek the Lord's face so that he can help me push through this pain no matter what type it is because there are 49 types of pain in the living word of our God to let you know many of us have gone through it, but we all seek the face of God. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. Thank you for loving on us. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for let, letting us know that you're always right there by our side and that you will always help us to get through any and all trials, any and all pains, physically, mentally, in our hearts, on our bodies, caring for someone else's pain, that you will see us right through it. We stand upon the word, Father God. Because we know that as Jesus and those who heard it, he was coming to town, knew that when the word was spoken, that they would be healed. We give you all the praise and all the glory for the foundation of your word. 
because it's a powerful word in helping us to go through each and every day. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you for another opportunity to come to you to speak to you this morning. And we thank you for being the instruments to be able to be used to bring forth the word into those that you love, into their spirits. We give you all the praise, we give you all the glory, and we give you all the honor. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus, and we all say, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Victoria, that was wonderful. That was a wonderful word, and I believe that there is someone, there is someone on the call this morning that you got up and your hope is very dim. You feel like giving up, but this word this morning should encourage you. It should get you uh, awakened to realize that God is the one who will get you through what you are experiencing. Amen. I liked what um, Sister Victoria said, that this prayer call, yes, it's 5 o'clock in the morning, but you know what? It gets us ready for the day. It prepares us. And there is such purpose to it. And as she said, God promises that there is purpose to our pain. And that really sounds kind of um, like, what? What do you mean by that? You know, God promises that there is purpose to our pain? Yes, there is. I know Victoria's testimony. I have one very similar. And you know what? You can find joy in all the suffering that you're going through. For the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's the kind of strength that comes from him and him alone. And you can have joy in the midst of what you are going through. So don't give up. Don't give up. Keep pressing. And as she said at the end, don't push self through the pain. Don't you try and do it. Because a lot of times we end up in a worse condition. Allow God. Allow God to push you. And he will. He said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I am right there. I surround you. I cover you. I send angels, angelic hosts to walk with you, to guide you. God is such a good God, a marvelous God. He's all-powerful. And you know, he created everything. He created man. He knew what we would go through. He knew what we would face. But yet, he had a plan. Way back in the garden, he had a plan. So hang on. Hang on, press in, and ride out the journey. God is right there, walking beside you. Holy Spirit is the one who will lead you into all truth. And it is the truth that will set you free. Amen. I enjoyed that. 
this morning. Victoria, thank you for that word. Thank you so very much. And I know it touched the hearts of others. So praise God. At this time, we're going to go into a time of prayer, and I'm going to ask uh, Sister Tracy to come. And as she comes and as she prays, let us all join in with her. Just be in one accord as she prays. Sister Tracy, please come at this time. Yes. Um, We have uh, Derek Mills is uh, asking for prayer. He's in the hospital with heart failure. Father God, we just come before you. We just bless your name because this truly is the day that you have made and we are rejoicing and we are glad in it. We come before you praying for our brother on this day, God. We thank you for Derek, Lord. We thank you that he is um, willing to allow you to work through his life. We come in accordance, in agreement, in prayer on behalf of Derek Mills. We pray for miracle healing on Derek's heart in the name of Jesus. God, you are a way maker. You are a heart fixer. We thank you, Father, that you will fix Derek's heart, oh God. We pray, Lord God, Holy Spirit, we're praying that you will go into the hospital room. We're praying, Holy Spirit, that you will breathe life into to David's heart and Derek's heart and that you will um, create him to a new heart. We thank you for putting a new heart in Derek in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that you will um, breathe life into his heart. We pray that you will strengthen him, Father. We pray that you will breathe life in his heart, his arteries, and uh, everything will be even better than it was before, Lord. I thank you, Father, that Derek will live to share this testimony of the miracle of his new heart in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Father, and we thank you for Derek. We send the word to Derek. We send Psalms 107 and 20 to him. For you sent your word and healed and delivered him from his destruction in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over Derek Mills in the name of Jesus. We speak life to Derek's heart in the name of Jesus. We bless and glorify your name for Jesus, for, for Derek, for Jesus too. <laughs> we bless you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that Derek will be strengthened and encouraged in the name of Jesus. We pray for his family members, oh God, that they will be encouraged, Father, and they will be strong um, in the power of the Lord. We bless and glorify your name, and we thank you for um, the opportunity to pray for Derek, and we thank you and we praise you for a testimony behind Derek's healing. We bless you, Father, and we thank you, and we rejoice now in the name of Jesus. We praise you, Father, and we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for Derek. Now, Father, we just come before you. We pray for, uh, have mercy on on our world, Father, uh, in America, in, in particularly, Father. We just pray, Lord God, that your your healing power will just hover over our our country, Lord. Lord, we come and pray against gun violence in the name of Jesus. We pray against those families that were um, injured and killed. Um, are involved in the Chicago incident, Father. We just pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will move, you will send laborers across their path, O God. We just pray, Lord God, have mercy, Lord Jesus. We pray, O Lord, that the the people of God will... um, 
will begin to minister to these families, will begin to pray for these families, and we pray for um, protection for, for the families and safety in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that you will, uh, we send peace over there in Chicago right now. Oh, God, just send, we send peace. You're the God of peace, oh God. You're the God of comfort, oh God. We bless your name, oh God. We just pray, Lord God, for these families, and we pray, Lord God, that the children that were involved, oh God, that you will uh, help all of them, oh God, to get the help they need, oh God. Holy Spirit, just move. Lord, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. We just pray, Lord God, that uh, your healing power will go through these families, oh God. We bless you, Father. Lord, we need you. They need you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, for hope uh, in those families, Father. We just cover them with the blood of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you you are the peacemaker. You are the way maker. And, Father, there is nothing too difficult for you, Lord God. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. As it was said earlier that the joy of the Lord is our strength. The word says that. And we pray for joy for these families. And we know that this is a time where they will spend um, feeling sad, mourning. We just pray, Lord God, that you will uh, help them as they go through this process, Father. We pray, Lord God, for peace, O oh God. Lord, we pray for peace in our world, O oh Lord. We praise you, Father. We thank you, Father. We praise you, Father. We just bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You know, there is much to be prayed for that, you know, we could spend a lot of time on the call just praying. And I thank Tracy uh, for praying. We do continue to lift up uh, Derek Mills. We know that God is right there. We just speak life into his body that his heart will be restored. And even as Tracy prayed, a new heart, put in him a new heart. Hallelujah. And you know, we see what's happening all around the world, but we should be very concerned for our own nation, for the violence to cease. And it is all around us. And so remember to pray. Remember to lift up. Not just yourself or your family, which are very important, but pray. Pray for your neighborhood. Pray for your city, for our state. Pray for this nation. This nation needs healing. Not only individuals need healing, but our nation needs healing. And so we thank God. We thank God that prayers are being answered and that we will hear great things that God has done for people in their lives and in the nation, in the United States of America. We're privileged to live here. We are privileged to live here. You might not think so by what you hear and what you see, but we are privileged to live here. But also in the privilege comes the responsibility. The responsibility to to let the light of the glory of who Jesus is be seen. That's our responsibility. Hallelujah. Well, I want to go back to Victoria to see if she has any 
thoughts before we close out the call this morning. Victoria, do you have a final word for us? Yes, I do, and praise God for Sister Tracy's prayer and as the indication of over not only our local community but our nation because we are having really challenges and tests and trials. And so I want to remind everyone of Genesis 32 and 28. Sorry, It says, your name will no longer be Jacob because you're victorious because you exerted against man in all the trials that stood up against you without quitting and allowing God. And he's using you for the testimony of the power of his hand to help you to get through it. And truly know, saints, that you're like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, because they knew that when they went through that fire and they walked through that fire and over those hot holes, that God was already in there with them. So know that God will truly do the same for you, for me, and for everyone that seeks him. Because there will be battles, but Praise the Lord. When you fall, hopefully you fall face up so you can get up again. And your God will always hear your answer because he knows what your need are, needs are. So let the comforter step in. He's got you covered. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Victoria. So I say to you, if you are in a fiery furnace right now, fiery trial, you're in a fiery situation, know and trust and believe God is right there with you. He's right there making a way for you to escape out of it. But learn from it. You know, we never go through situations or trials for us not to learn something from it. Amen. So may your hope remain strong and your anchor is in Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one. Hallelujah. So fix your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, we've had a great time this morning on the call. We're going to close out with a word of prayer and then we're going to open up the line and we're just going to worship together together. I would ask and encourage as we are uh, doing on the call for you to pray in the spirit, Um, give praises unto God, just be free, be free. You know, if it's just five minutes, five minutes can do a whole lot when we pray the perfect prayer, which is praying in the spirit, for the spirit knows what we ought to pray. Amen. So, Father... We know that you, you have an original plan and a purpose for each one of us. We're not here by happenstance, but there is a divine calling upon us. So we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will lead us and guide us into all truth. And Father, we know that truth is not being spoken. Truth is not being demonstrated. Fear is trying to attach itself to everyone. But we trust you, Holy Spirit, to lead us into the truth always. We ask that you order our footsteps. Order our footsteps for our lives, for the plan that you have for each one of us, according to your word. 
Father, I ask that you strengthen the hedge, the hedge of protection around our lives. Strengthen it. Make it strong so the enemy cannot penetrate. We ask that you would protect our possessions, those things that belong to us, that you will protect our families, no harm or danger coming nigh unto them. We ask protection over our friends and that if they don't know you, that we can speak a word that will draw them to Jesus. And we ask for protection for those that we associate with throughout our day, our co-workers, our neighbors, people at the grocery store. May we smile and say, good morning or good afternoon. How are you? It strikes up a conversation, Father, and maybe that individual just needs someone to talk with them. And Father, we ask protection over our ministry, whatever we've been called to. We might think it's small and insignificant, but it's not in your eyes. So Lord, according to your word, we declare, let integrity and uprightness preserve us, for we wait on you. Please open the line and let us now worship together in Jesus' name. God bless you all.